When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? Uh, Man, what an awful performance start to finish. And we could talk about so many different things, but you come out and you lose 34-17, and we're going to go through a lot. Because it was rough. <laughs> Shout out to the Countdown crew. We do have a giveaway today, but we also have copious amounts of alcohol. Uh, because that's what's needed. <laughs> this is where we're at. It is not a good situation right now for the faithful. Now, having said that, I, I think we're getting a little bit of a dose of what it's like to be in the NFC West or NFC East, right? I think this is what their games are like. Um, you kind of go out there and you see, I don't know, I, I guess a loss of hope. Now there are some positives to take away from this game. We'll talk about those. They're few and hard, uh, far between. It's kind of hard to, to find those, but they're there. They are there. Um, so take it for what you want. It's what it is, but we're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. The 49ers, they fall to four and five, and this game did suck. It was hard to watch. You know, I take a ridiculous amount of notes, which it goes back to whenever I coached, it, it just teaching points that I want to hit on, um, just quick one kind of sentence phrases that I want to throw out there. And I, I have seven pages, but but good Lord, what, what, the, what the heck? <laughs> what, what do you teach from this? It, it, so that's kind of rough. You know what I mean? That, that That's the... That's the problem that kind of hits home whenever you you go through this game. It was bad from the start. And, you know, you start off with the COVID uh, testing, which was a false positive, by the way. Total BS. NFL needs to fix their system just a little bit. I love how strenuous they are with all the COVID testing. That's great. But when it's a false positive, I'm fine keeping KB out, Kendrick Bourne. 
but the people he had close contacts with on a false positive come on man that's that's a little too much that's a little too much so i i do want to say we do have a giveaway today so uh stick around my countdown crew uh we're going to be giving away a 49ers hat uh one of my favorite 49ers hat it's a new one i'll show this bad boy right here if you're watching um I absolutely love this logo just because it goes with a lot more outfits, which you can call me a diva, whatever. Obviously, I'm a diva. Come on now. Uh, but but we're, we're going to be giving that away in probably about 15 to 20 minutes. But let's talk. Let's go. Let's get it off your chest. <laughs> um, here we go. I can't even. From Blaze65, not even mad, better draft pick. Here's the crazy thing. Going into this game. The 49ers had the 15th draft pick in the 2021 NFL draft. We're not going to spend a lot of time talking about the draft. I want to talk about this game a little more, but I get it because the draft is that one thing that's always in the future that says, oh man, yeah, it sucks now. It's going to be better then. We're going to get that. So the 49ers had the 15th pick in the NFL draft based on our current record. Well, guess what? We lost this game. Fast forward the whole week, regardless of whatever happens with other NFL teams, we still have the 15th NFL pick. It's not going to change. We were the only 4-4 four and four team in the, in the NFL. So that's not going to change. But still, that's where we picked last year, 14th. Well, we had 13th when we traded to Forrest Buckner, traded back one spot, uh, got Javon Kinlaw. Um, he had an up-and-down game, had some solid run uh, stops. But, yeah, it, it, it's rough because... Whenever you look at our offense, which played okay, <laughs> it was all right. You know, Nick Mullins throws for 282 yards. That's on par. You know, Aaron Rodgers, in retrospect, threw for 294. So you're talking a 12-yard difference. But there's such a key <laughs> variable that is missing. Uh, the offense can play great. That's awesome. And throw for those yards. That's wonderful. But we're not converting touchdowns. We're not converting third downs. Um, the offensive line was terrible. And so, yeah, you, you want to be in that conversation for one of the greatest quarterbacks to come out of the draft ever, Trevor Lawrence. It's not happening, guys. It's not happening. Uh, so Zach Wilson, that's a possibility. But we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Now, uh, I love this from um, SEC. Slock says, I don't get why Shanny wouldn't call more screens for James and Taylor and Jet. Yeah, he allows his personnel to take him out of his play calls. And here's the thing. You look at the start of the game, okay? The first two offensive drives. The first two offensive drives. Um, well, actually not the first two. The first one's a three and out punt. But then you get a field goal drive, 11 plays, 76 yards. Next drive, five plays, 25 yards. So your offense is working early. Kyle Shanahan can script better than anybody, but once that script went out, I'm with you. Here's what happened after those two successful drives. Three and out punt. Three and out punt. Punt, four plays, 10 yards. Sack fumble, four plays. Turnover on downs. Uh, like I mean, it just, it just got bad. And so Kyle Shanahan can script those plays, and it goes great, but once we get out of that and he's just calling plays on a whim, that's where it gets bad. And again, no end arounds. We saw no jet sweeps. Um, we, we didn't see any of that. So he just deletes stuff from his playbook whenever he doesn't have the perfect personnel. Why not put Jarek McKinnon out there at the slot and run a jet sweep? Why? Why not? Um, 
Yeah. It, it's rough. Brian, John, no, we're not going to be all right. It's rough. And that's what alcohol is for. Uh, this should be sponsored, but it's not by Corona. It should be, but it's not. Um, Tommy says we will not win another game. Man, I disagree there. There's a big difference between this 49ers team and a lot of those bad teams out there. This is why we won't be having a high pick in the draft. Jets are still 0-8. That's a team we we ran rough shot on, even without our players. New York Jet Giants, 1-7. We destroyed, even without our players. Jacksonville's got one win. Houston's got one win. They might win some. Dallas, probably the worst team in the NFL currently without Dak Prescott. I, I don't think Dallas can win another game. Atlanta, 2-6. Washington, 2 wins. Chargers, 2 wins. I think they'll pile on a couple wins. New England, who we destroyed, 2 wins. Uh, Minnesota, two wins. Cincinnati, two wins. We already have four. So those teams, we're already through the top 10. And Cincinnati's got two wins. That's 11. Those teams are going to have to double their win total just to catch us. So I understand, you know, the 49ers, you could say, oh, the 49ers are going to win again. Yes, they will. Our depth is way too much. Now, currently, you know, we, we saw tonight, that was stupid. But here's, here's what's great about the 49ers' schedule currently. We're ninth in the NFL for the playoffs. And I understand you're like, all right, John, shut the hell up. I get it. But statistically speaking, seven teams get in. We are a half of a game out of the playoff situation once one of the teams lose this week. Uh, so a game and a half. I'm not saying the 49ers are going to make the playoffs. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is we're not even in consideration for a top 10 pick in the draft. Even if you win one game, if you get to five wins, you don't get a top 10 NFL pick this year because the teams are so bad. The NFL, for the first time in a long time, is very top-heavy and very bottom-heavy. There's not a lot of average, talented teams out there. And I'm, I'm sorry, Kyle Shanahan's going to win games. Once he gets some of these guys back on offense, which he will, um, Debo's coming back, Brandon Ayuk's coming back, um, Trent Williams is coming back, Raheem Mostert's coming back. Once you get those pieces in place, you're going to win one or two games. I don't care who you're playing. You get hitting on all cylinders, that's going to happen. I, I guarantee you. Um, so that, that that stuff is going to come your way. Uh, but it was really, really bad. Yeah, um, offensive line was really bad. So let's jump back and forth now. Let's talk about some positive key points, which is not a lot from this game, and some negative ones. Positive. Daniel Brunskill moved from right guard, where he struggled, to center, which he's never started a game at, and actually played well. Daniel, We, we didn't get Daniel Brunskill's name very much. Daniel Brunskill put together a pretty solid game. Now, one of the things that I'm going to watch more than anything else whenever I do our Patreon breakdown this week is the center position and offensive line. Daniel Brunskill looked good. Now, in order to do that, you had to put Tom Compton in there. Guess what? He's as bad as we thought. <laughs> Tom Compton is so bad. Um, I cannot believe, and this, this is a critique of the offense and defensive coaching staff, they never try to get young, developing talent snaps. You could have got them so much work today. Why not put in Colton McKivitz at halftime? Why? Tom Compton sucks. He played awful the entire time. Why not try it? 
Maybe Colton McKivitz is that bad, but whenever you flip the script and you look at the defense with Jimmy Ward just sucking ass the entire, sorry, pardon my language, but, but I'm going to say it again, sucking ass the entire game, the entire season, Jimmy Ward is the worst player on our team currently. You don't even allow Tarverius Moore to get snaps, even though he has shown he can dominate. Tarverius Moore almost blocked a freaking punt this game. Like, he, he made more plays on special teams. Sorry, let me say this. Tarverius Moore almost made more plays on special teams than Jimmy Ward almost made on defense. The next time Jimmy Ward almost makes a play, that'd be news. That, that's where we're at with him. He is awful. He's so bad this year. I don't know what's going on. His body language sucks. He just wants to fight everybody. Well, why don't you fight him during the play? But and so back to my Colton McKivitz point. Maybe Colton McKivitz is so bad we can't even see what he they they don't even want to put him out there because he's so bad. But then you flip it to the defensive side. Tarverius Moore has been elite, and we won't even let him get snaps on a game that's decided at halftime. Why? Why not try to develop young talent who's this is their last contract? Why would you not even give them an opportunity? It baffles me. You know, I, you could say awesome. Brunskill got some snaps at center. That was great. All right. Kudos. Now let's go. <laughs> you only have so many games to figure this stuff out. 2020 in the year 2021 will be. So let's go get it. Let's go get it. Um, negative points. Here we go. I think Mosley's played in the wrong scheme. Um, he had one of the best highlight plays, but I don't think Emmanuel Mosley is good enough to play in a cover three scheme. Here's what I mean by that. Emmanuel Mosley is a good corner. I really do. He's an amazing physical corner that can tackle as well as anybody else in the league. Problem is, he suffers on the deep ball. And in our scheme, you get no safety help, especially with Jimmy Ward back there. That dude's never going to help you out. That deep fade route just continues to defeat Mosley. You can go back to DK Metcalf. Um, you saw it again this week with Devontae Adams. Which, who can guard Devontae Adams? Uh, he made it. Jason Verrett looked bad. He made everybody look bad. Um, I like Mosley a lot. I hope that he stays with us, but I don't think this is the best scheme for him. If he was in a cover two scheme with some safety help over the top, ooh, yeah, that would have been huge. That would have been huge. Clam 10, I wish this game was postponed. Here's what's crazy, and I'm speaking for Kyle Shanahan here. I think Kyle Shanahan wanted this game to happen. He wants those 11 days before the Saints game. I think he was fine chalking this up as a loss. Um, I, I could be wrong, but the 49ers need to get healthy. I really, really do. And here's the problem with postponing the game. You have a five-day window with a close contact, okay? So Trent Williams, uh, <laughs> Brandon Ayuk, and Debo Samuel, even though he's already injured. He's injured and COVID. That's nice. Double Dewey. Um Five days, which means you would have had to postpone all the way to Tuesday. And the NFL has basically said they don't want to do that ever again. Um, and Green Bay didn't have a bye, so you couldn't reschedule that anymore. Um, yeah, so that's there. I, I, I'm with you. It was awful from the start. You kind of the writing was on the wall the entire time, but ah, you, you got to find something out. You got to do something different. Um, but it's where we are. Zach, the experiment with Brunskill at center. You say it didn't. I thought that did work. But school at left tackle, whoa, bad. <laughs> he gives up three sacks at minimum. But I don't know why. Justin School could not. He, he stopped his feet at contact every time against Darius Smith. And then on top of that, 
He's getting bullied by this guy. You didn't get him help. Get him some help. Send a tight end to the side. Jarek McKinnon was on the right side of the quarterback the entire time, and they never audibled over for protection help. You just let one guy beat you the whole time. Now, Trent Williams is in there. Obviously, that's not going to happen. But, yeah, Justin School, who was amazing last year, um, yeah, just had just a bad performance. Trent Williams will be back, so that's huge. Uh, Curtis, I wish we would have saw Hasty more. Me too. Hasty just could not get it going. <laughs> he had four carries for three yards. But on all of those plays, he got hit in the backfield multiple times. Uh, Tom Compton was trash, as I've said before, and it was just bad. It was just bad. That's just what it was. Uh, <laughs> it was a bad time. Now let's talk about some some positive. Richie freaking James, baby. Love it. Listen to these numbers. 13 targets, 9 catches. He had 2 drops. 184 yards and a touchdown. He averaged 20 yards a carry or a catch. He surpassed. He has more catches in this game than he did all of last year. He has more receiving yards in this game than all of last year. That's incredible. So, again, bright spot on the offense. You got to talk about Richie James. Dude looked good. He's not 100%. But he was out there just consistent. Um, consistent. Now, a couple issues you you could raise on Richie James. He didn't do any of that against man coverage. It was zoned the entire time. Um, I would like to see him against press man and what that looks like. But gosh, you once we get our wide receivers back, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, Kendrick Bourne, you've got to say... The playmaking ability is there. I'm fine, Richie James, at least splitting snaps with Kendrick Bourne, but 100%, no more Trent Taylor, right? The Trent Taylor experiment selled. <laughs> we're, we're done with that. That that kid's not good at football anymore. Um, his injuries, whatever you want to say, what he did his rookie year and what he is now, those are two different things. Um, yeah, Trent Taylor is about half of a step up on Dante Pettis. The only thing about Trent Taylor that uh, you could say is different than Dante Pettis, he doesn't lead to interceptions. Um, take that for what you want. Yeah, <laughs> Alex Smith, this season sucks. Yes, it does. And the Kevin White, uh, truthers, the fact that Kevin White wasn't getting work or targets or snaps, he got a couple snaps. In this situation, this setting, that's done. You can see what Kyle Shanahan likes. He likes River Craycraft, and you can see why. Uh, the situation seemed a little too big for him. He almost had the amazing catch in the end zone. That eh, didn't go well. <laughs> you almost had all those things, but it just didn't happen. But Craycraft has some upside to him. Kevin, yeah, Kevin White, that's not going to be a thing. Not going to be a thing. Um, yeah, Tim Ford, <laughs> I love this. We came out throwing three straight play plays in the game we needed to run. How many rush attempts did we have? Guess how many? 17. We averaged 3.2 yards per carry. We ran it 17 times. Guess what? They had, they averaged 3.6 yards per carry. Not much better. They ran it 31 times. I get we were behind in the score, but it didn't matter. It didn't matter. Once, <laughs> this game was not a game that was going to be won in the air, period. Once you're down 28 to 3, understand the game's over with Nick Mullins as your quarterback. It's over. So run the damn ball, work on your offense, build confidence. But no, Kyle Shanahan, once things go out the window, his his go-to is throw, 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 throw. Um, Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it, it's rough out there. I'm with you, Curtis. Craycraft looked promising. I, I think that he really, really did. I, I'm not upset about how he, he is, but 
to your question, Curtis, why can't we defensively adjust against top wide receivers? That's the question. Here, here's the answer. One, we can't. Why? Robert Sala. Kwan Williams goes out with an injury. Okay, that sucks. Now you bring in Jamar Taylor, who's played great. He played really, really well. But whenever you allow an offensive coordinator to scheme Devontae Adams against your backup nickel corner several times on third down repeatedly without even a motion, that's on the defensive coordinator. Make a damn adjustment. It's very, very easy, and I understand you have to move some things around. But why not? Why would you not put at least a safety helping over the top? Okay, that's fine. So there's two ways to look at this. You could say, man, all right, we're just going to run our defensive scheme, which is what Robert Sala does. We don't care where Devontae Adams is, despite the fact that he had how many yards receiving did he have. Devontae Adams had 10 catches, 173 yards, and touchdown. Not the first time this has happened against the defense this year, right? Go back to DeAndre Hopkins. Guess what? He's elite. Maybe you want to stop him. Maybe, just maybe, you can adjust your defense, but absolutely not. So what Robert Sala does is just say, nope, we're running our defense. I don't care where they are. We're that good, even with our backups in. That's just who we are, okay? That doesn't work ever. At least give them safety help over the top. At least give them safety help over the top. And if you're not going to do that, on third down at least, match them up with your best cover corner or just a cover corner in general that's not a nickelback. Golly, nothing. And they did it three third downs in a row, and they got a first on every single one of them. And Robert Sala, they pan over to him on the sidelines. What's he got? Hands on his knees, not talking to anybody, just looking. And it's just like, ah, <laughs> it's so stressful. Like coaching matters. If you are not putting your team in a position to win, you're not going to win this game, whatever. But why won't you help people? <laughs> why won't you help Jamar Taylor? Why would you not put him in a position to be successful? Jamar Taylor one-on-one -on -one with DeAndre Hopkins. He wasn't that weak. Sorry, I apologize. Uh, with um, Devontae Adams repeatedly on third down. Are you crazy? Why? Why? At least bracket coverage with the linebacker on the inside. Put a safety over the top. Press against him. Put him on the line and give him help with the belling corner on that third of the field. Something. You're doing absolutely nothing, and you're putting your players in a position where they cannot be successful. That's why I get so hot about it. Why, why aren't you trying to do something? Um, ah. <laughs> that was my little ducktails frustration. Alcohol. Let's do more alcohol. All right. Um, from Kimbro, uh, I wish Craycraft didn't have hands like feet. Yeah, he, he was a little too nervous. Um, he was dropping a lot of things. There's no doubt about that. And it did seem like the situation was a little big for him. Um, it, it, it's what it is. And also, I do want to mention, you know, I, I put this in my pregame notes. You had Finky, Chris Finky, the wide receiver from Notre Dame. He looks like he got cut. He got cut because of his friend, and he talks too much. Like Chase Claypool for the Steelers, who was with him at Notre Dame, came out and said, man, I've got friends on the 49ers, and they talk about their practice, how they're hitting, and then full pads and all that stuff. He's like, we haven't had a full padded practice all, all year. <laughs> what happens right after that? They cut him, even though we don't need <laughs> – we have an extra spot on our practice squad. They cut him and didn't replace him. Uh, that lets you know how adamant the 49ers front office is about people leaking or talking. 
Uh, that kid just ruined his NFL career because he was hanging out and talking and chit-chatting with Chase Claypool. Also, terrible friend Chase Claypool to not... Why would you put that out there? You just threw your guy under the bus. Keep your damn mouth shut, man. Come on. That's not cool. Um, yeah, the refs were bad at some of the key moments. That push-off that they called on Verrett on Adams, that was bad. Verrett had position. Uh, the ball was uncatchable. You could have called defensive holding. That would have been a little bit more promising um, or at least legit. That was not. Um, that, that's just not what it was. But whatever. Yeah, it was bad. But and eh, whatever. All right. Um, we are going to be doing our giveaway right after this break. Let's go ahead and hear a quick word from our sponsor. Then we got our giveaway for the countdown crew. So let's get some drum rolls going. Let's go. <laughs> Unless you've been living under a rock, you know the NFL and the NBA, they're back. They're in full swing, which can only mean one thing. It's a winning season at my bookie. I don't know about you guys, but for me, a game is 10 times more exciting whenever I'm putting my money on it. And if you've been betting with us, we've been doing very, very well so far this year. So stick with us. Bet on it. Use all the knowledge that we have. And let's be successful. And here's the deal. Right now... They have $100,000, you heard me, $100,000 super contest for only $10 entry. 10 bucks. You can win all that money. They're giving away $5,000 in cash prizes every four weeks. You would be crazy not to jump in there with all your knowledge. $10 to win thousands, sign me up. You too can make up and sign up at my bookie. And here's the deal. Use promo code 49ers, 49ERS, to claim your 100% deposit match all the way up to 1000 bucks. That means... You put in $100, they're going to give you $100. Rollovers will be included in that, and if you have questions, please call their customer service. They'll help you with that. But the NFL, NBA, MLB, they've got it all on tap. It's never too late to get started, and if you've wanted to jump in with us, now's the best time. Head to mybookie.ag, promo code 49ers, and they're going to double your initial deposit. Thanks for the support, MyBookie. All right, let's do a giveaway, baby. Countdown crew, I just want to say thank you, and here's how this works. Uh, we do live shows all the time, and whenever we do these live shows, if you hit the notification button and you, through Periscope, Twitter, or YouTube, do hashtag CC, uh, you get entered. And at the end of every single month, we do a giveaway. <laughs> it's what we do. I don't get paid for this. I don't know why I keep doing this, but I think it's kind of fun. Uh, I've always, I, I like to win giveaways. I never do, but uh, I just think it's fun. So we're going to be giving away this hat. And if you're not a hat person, I got some 49ers rush swag. I can get you a t-shirt, whatever. It's up to you. But uh, we went through our list and again, there's so many people and I just want to say thank you. Uh, the goal is eventually we're going to get everybody something. <laughs> that, that's kind of what we're wanting to do. So for the hat that you see on the screen, it is the gray new era hat with the circle San Francisco logo on it, which I freaking love. I just think it's straight fire. It's adjustable as well. Um, so for this hat, our winner of the countdown crew for this month goes to drum roll. Bada, 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 boom. It goes to a Kimbro. Congratulations. You get some free stuff. I lose a little bit of money. Everybody's happy except for the people that didn't win. But don't worry because guess what? We're going to have more giveaways. We'll have something next month. So uh, your entries that you put in today for hashtag CC, uh, that's going to roll over into next month, and we just start the slate new every single month. So hit that notification bell if you haven't done so yet. I want to get that to you. So, Kimbro, I need you to reach out to me on my Twitter, at JL underscore Chapman, uh, so we can uh, sync up your address and get you some stuff. Or you can email me. That is 49ersRushPodcast at 
um, gmail.com. So there you go. There you go. Um, that is there for you. Now let's get to a couple more questions and I'm seeing some comments about the JV squad. Yeah, this was not the 49ers best unit. Here, here's the thing. Go back to the NFC championship. I think that this is a prominent point. Every single player that touched the ball in the NFC championship against the Packers in 2019 when we blew them out of the water, uh, I mean, it was over. It was 28-3 to in that game as well, but the NFC championship. Every single player that had a rush attempt, had a catch, or attempted a pass, didn't play today. <laughs> we were out all of them. Our running backs, our wide receivers, and our quarterback, all not there. Um... Now, is that an excuse? Absolutely not. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say the 49ers are the most hobbled team in NFL history currently. NFL history. Not just now. Not just 2020. I'm talking NFL history. This is the most players ever to play on a franchise through this many games. I, I think we hit 76 today. Uh, my numbers might be off, but 76 different players have taken snaps for the 49ers through nine weeks. That's stupid. Um, but anyway, take, take that what you do, whatever you want to do there. Um, uh, another question. Oh, from Kimbro. Congratulations. First off on your win. Uh, why was Harris on the deep ball to Adams and not more? So the 49ers have delineated. They've created two separate safety positions. They're not interchangeable. When we had Joe Woods last year, they were interchangeable. That was wonderful. Now what they've done is they said, look, there's the quote unquote free safety position is actually Jaquaski Tart and Marcel Harris. The strong safety position is actually Jimmy Ward and Tarvarius Moore. Now they do switch them based on tight ends and slot backs and whatever else, and that's a game-to-game -game change, but they don't interchange them like we used to. And that's a huge problem of our defense. Our defensive secondary has not gotten better this year. It's gotten much worse. Um so that's why. I cannot stress enough. Tarvarius Moore is the best safety we have, and it's not close. Marcel Harris is a good in-the-box safety. But when you're putting Marcel Harris in the free safety position in a cover three scheme, you're a moron. That is, you saw him doing a back uh, backpedal with his hips straight forward and <laughs> could not flip his hips at all. Like, come on, man. Marcel Harris is an in-the-box safety at best slash linebacker. Don't put him back there. What do you Like, come on. How do you not know what he's good at? I, and guess who is the best free safety that we have on this team? Tarvarius Moore. He's not getting snaps. Absolute joke. Um, fix your damn personnel. And whenever you allow these things to continue to happen, that's on the coaching staff, not the players. You put Tarvarius Moore in a bad position. That's not on Tarvarius. Or sorry, you put Marcel Harris in a bad situation. That's on you. Why would you put somebody in a position they can't succeed? I don't know a player's strengths. Adjust. Your scheme is so robotic and stiff. Allow your scheme to develop. This is your fourth year? Fourth year with this defense and personnel? You can't adjust it a little bit? Hey, Marcel Harris, you're going to be the in-the-box guy. Hey, Jimmy Ward, you're going to be the... <laughs> on the bench is where you should be, but whatever. But why not? I, I, I don't get it. Uh, Russ, uh, can I have a huge hug? <laughs> Crying in a dark bathroom. I still love our team. Just need a hug. I feel you, man. Um, I feel you. I'll allow the alcohol to wrap its arms around you. Um, but yeah, man, it sucks. And what makes it even worse, we don't have the community of the faithful 
physically, right? When you're at a game like that and it sucks, you still get to kind of vent. You get to like talk to the buddies in the stands. You get to do all that stuff. You get to go out drinking with your friends and hang out afterwards. All those, You don't get that. It's so it, not only is it a lit down, you know, emotionally, but you don't have that, I guess, aura of redemption and, hey, we're a community. We're in this together. We don't have that this year. And so, I don't know. I'm trying my hardest to recreate that here, but it's lacking. Um, this sucks. And now we have 11 days before the Saints game, which we need. Thank God. I, 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 what's going to happen is Kyle Shanahan's already said this. He's going to give the players a few days off. Like they're just going to go home Friday, Saturday, Sunday, probably no practice and just start over Monday. And they need it. They need to go spend time with their families. They need to chill out. They need to get healthy. Um, yeah, it was it was rough. <laughs> it was it was rough. Uh, the Willis trade paid off already. Yeah, that sack was incredible. <laughs> um, Willis has looked really really good. So we have these three run stuffing bull defensive ends that are just kind of not great in the pass game. Um, our interior pressure is non-existent. Whether that's Givens, uh, Javon Kinlaw, or DJ Jones, like we have no interior pressure whatsoever. Uh, Buckner. With that out, it's rough. It's rough. Um, from Clam10, do you think we will get a top 13 pick in the 2021 draft without trading? I think 13 is realistic. I think 11 is probably the ceiling with where the 49ers can land. Uh, I'd say probably 11 to 16. But you're not going to get any higher than that. That's all there is to it. Yeah, Kaleo, he says, why is Ward still starting? I, I had no clue, man. He offers no upside. And yet, we continue just to trot him out there. Yeah, we're up or down 28 to three. Oh, let's just keep him out there. Maybe he'll improve now. That makes zero sense. Zero coaching, zero development. Why are you not developing your players? Why? Ah, I don't get it. Tim, uh, you were super close on your score prediction. So there's that. I, <laughs> I think I was actually, what, what did I say? I said, um, 37. No, I think I said 31 to 17. I think I was off three points. Uh, I've drank a lot since then, Tim, but I appreciate the vote of confidence. Uh, it was pretty rough. It was pretty rough. Uh, RC looked good, but that drop cost me. As guys, so much of our identity is wrapped up in our hair, from how it feels to get after getting a fresh cut to the way it's perfectly styled before going out. That's why when we get into our 20s and 30s and start noticing the first signs of hair loss, it definitely feels like panic time. Because let's face it, no guy is ever ready to go bald. Thankfully, now there's Keeps, the simple and easy way to keep your hair. Did you know that two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 35? The best way to prevent hair loss is to do something while you still have hair left. Now, here's the thing. Keeps offers generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products that are out there. You may have tried them before, but probably never at this price. So here is why you need to go with Keeps. The treatments start at $10 a month. Plus, for a limited time, you can get your first month free because of this podcast. So if you're ready to take action, and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash 49ers to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash 49ers, 49ERS. Thank you, Keeps, for your support of this podcast. 
me $20. Yeah, it, it sucks, man. And I told everybody don't bet on this game because there's just so many variables. Um, I got a couple messages of people that threw some money down, and I don't know of anybody that won anything. I'm pretty sure I won pretty big on FanDuel. I have to check after this. But it was pretty easy to tell who was going to get the ball so much outside of Jermichael Hasty, He didn't. But uh, Richie James was incredible, and that's, that's pretty much it. And I got to say, too, Roz Dwelly, it's so weird. He played really well. In the run game and passing game, Roz Dwelly performed. I don't know why he cannot perform well when Kittle is playing. But anytime Kittle's out, Roz Dwelly steps up to the occasion. And he was incredible. You know, we got a couple snaps out there with Jordan Reed. We didn't see him at all in the second half. In the first half, we only saw him on third downs and in the goal line. And it's almost like as soon as the game got out of control, Kyle Shanahan said, sit down. Maybe I'm missing something, and please throw this in the chat if you guys have seen anything about injuries or any of those things. But, yeah, it's bad. <laughs> it is bad. Jordan Reed, I would like to see out there a little bit more. But you take that for what you want. It's It's what it is. Yeah, Nick Mullins ain't the guy. I, I don't mind Nick Mullins as a backup quarterback. And again, not only is Nick Mullins a backup quarterback, he's a backup quarterback without one skill position starter. So keep that in mind in today's thing. This should not be the nail in the coffin on Nick Mullins' career. Shouldn't be. Uh, no Ayuk, no Debo, no Kittle, no Mostert. No Trent Williams. <laughs> Probably Trent Williams was the biggest miss that he had because, again, Justin School just gets abused out there, and he got trashed. So uh, kind of take that with what you want. Uh, here's the question from Will. Do you think the no-contact practices have something to do with all these injuries? No, the 49ers hold one of the most physical practices in the NFL, them and the Seahawks. And, you know, if it was shoulders and concussions and things like that, then I would say maybe. But all of our injuries are knee down. It's ACLs, high ankle sprains, broken foots. There is nothing you could do in the NFL to deal with broken foots. You can't do that. High ankle sprains, no, you can't fix that either. ACLs, that's a different different story. But, you know, a lot of those, two of those were just the Jets game. Um, so I, I don't think that has to do with it too much. Um, ankles, soft, those things, that's another thing. If it was hamstrings, that's coaching. That's coaching and conditioning and players taking care of their body. But ankles, feet, and ACLs, yeah, I don't I don't think anything's gonna do anything there. Uh, Sergio said there was $80 million of our cap sitting on the bench. Uh, just from the three on COVID. Wow. Uh yeah, it is bad, man. It is bad. It is bad. Uh that's where we're at though. So we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. We've got a lot of stuff to digest. We're gonna dive into the film. We're going to find the positives from this game because there are positives. No matter how bad the game is, I'm going to watch Daniel Brunskill on every single damn play because I think there is a possibility that he could be the center of the future. And if that's the case, that's huge. That's a huge get. So that's one of the things I want to watch on offense. On defense, Fred freaking Warner. Oh, my gosh. He's the best there is. There's not a better linebacker in the NFL. There could have been a discussion. No. Even in this game... Fred Warner was a madman the whole time. Um, there are some positives that you could take, but we're going to have to find them. And that's what we're going to do on our Patreon if you haven't joined us. Uh, Patreon.com, 49ers Rush Podcast. I'm going to be breaking down the film. 
We've got 11 days. I'm going to take a couple days off. i kind of been burning the game on both ends with the election and classes and, you know, stuffing four podcasts in this crazy short week and all that stuff. I'm going to take a couple days off. I'm going to get back a little healthy, get some workouts in. <laughs> Good Lord. Um, but all the film's going to be breaking down. So enjoy this week as a football fan. Just sit back and enjoy watching the NFL and understand we're right in the middle. We're right in the middle. We are a four and five team. We're still the ninth seed for playoffs in the NFC West. We're a game and a half out of the playoffs. There's still a possibility. We'll see what happens. Maybe we get a couple players back. Um, and for you draft Knicks out there, I'm with you. Mock draft time. If you want to do all those things and chit-chat that, hit me up on Twitter. Let's chit-chat. Um, but just know we're picking 15th. Uh, those Trey Lance, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields questions, uh, I'll answer them every damn time, but I'm telling you right now, not a possibility unless you're willing to partner and send multiple firsts to go up and get one of those guys. Zach Wilson, eh, possibility, possibility, it's there. But anyway, I just want to say thank you. That was rough. Let's package it. Let's learn from it. Let's move on. We're still the faithful. We're better than them. Whoever they are, we're better. Why? Because we're still here. We're still here. That's what we are. Fairweather fans, not welcome. <laughs> All right, guys. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll be back. Lots more episodes coming up this week. Stay strong, faithful. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.